Hi, and welcome to the Social Angle Podcast. I'm Vinny, and today I'm joined by Melissa Newman to discuss two new Twitter features, voice tweets and Twitter replies. Find out what they are and how you can use them for your business coming up right now. Hi, Melissa. Welcome to the show. I'm excited to be here, Vin, as always. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So we have a a great topic today. Uh, We're going to talk about two new Twitter features that are in the work, um, voice tweets and Twitter replies. Um, And neither one of these are available yet, not as far as I can tell, because, you know, I checked right before we started recording. I didn't see these were available, Um, but I know that they're both in development and we're going to talk a little bit today about, um, you know, the practicality, what, what they're all about and, you know, how people in this industry can use them. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I love Twitter and I know you love Twitter as well, Ben. It's your favorite. <laughs> um, so I'm excited Absolutely. to get into these updates. You know, and I've been on it for 11 years now and it really hasn't changed much in 11 years. Um, you know, the only thing that's really changed is the character limit. Um, a couple of years back went from 140 to 280. But aside from that, Twitter has pretty much stayed the same for a long time. Um, so they really are, they're going to start adding some new things. Um, and so I'm excited too, to talk about it. So let's start with, um, voice tweets. So, so basically Twitter is rolling out voice tweets, uh, which allow users to post and send short snippets of audio. Now there are some restrictions on this. Um, now you can only start a tweet with a voice tweet. You can't reply with a voice tweet. That's one of them. Um, now each tweet is up to 140 seconds. Yep. Um, now that's like you know two, two and a third minutes or whatever it is. Um, and if you talk longer, like say you record a 10 minute voice memo that you want to post on Twitter, it's not going to cut off at 140 seconds. It's going to give you. It's going to just add additional tweets, voice tweets. So mm-hmm. if you do a 10 minute audio file, you're going to get five tweets. Um, so it's pretty cool. It'll just have them in succession. Um, so also these, these voice tweets are, are going to be rendering as video, right? So it's like a clickable, clickable video and the imagery is going to be your logo. So whatever you have as your logo will be sort of like, um, the video imagery. Um, so, so what do you think about this? So, When I saw this trending, I was excited because, like you said, a lot of people who, I guess, critique Twitter talk about how it hasn't really innovated on the platform. It seems like it's always kind of lagging behind, even though I think it's an awesome platform. And this same feature is available in Instagram, but for their direct message. So I was like, okay, this is just kind of an adaptation of technology we already use on other social platforms. Voice is really popular um, in marketing. So I feel like it's just a matter of time before different companies kind of find that right mix of how to incorporate it into their products. Um, I was excited because I feel like from a personal level, I would love to be able to send voice tweets to my friends and just be silly. You know, it gives that nuance. It gives that personalization. It gives kind of like that tone that's often missing in text. So I feel like it's also convenience as well. Like if I'm at the grocery store and I see something I want to, you know, post or I'm thinking about something I want to post and I can maybe only use one hand, I don't want to type. I can just, you know, press the, uh, you know, record button in my box like I would if I was about to just 
type my tweet and send it, you know? So I think it's like a convenience element. It's a new way of communicating on the platform. Um, you know, working it into strategy, I'll be interested to see how brands utilize it. Like if you had this feature available to you, how do you think you would use it for ASI social? Yeah, you know, I've been thinking about this for about a week now and, you know, struggling to kind of find a practical use for this. And I wasn't really finding it, you know, because Twitter is Twitter, you know, right. you go there and you type it's it's microblogging, right? Microblogging is like blogging, but you do it in 280 characters. And there's a, a there's a huge appeal to that. People love that. You know, I'm going to type this. I'm going to type this. The challenge right. is getting this to fit in within 100 and, or 280 characters. And to me, that's kind of the appeal. So I was trying to figure out what what could be the advantage to to, to voice tweets. So right. then I started reading about how this could potentially be a new way to do podcasts, right? Yeah. You know, people do podcasts are hot. They've been hot for a while. I'm still waiting for them to not be hot, but they're still pretty hot. <laughs> um, and it just keeps every year they keep going up. And we use, you know, we do podcasts here. We're doing doing one right now. Now, uh, the, the thing is, a lot of, uh, you know, services are paid services. You have to use a paid service to right. store your podcasts, right? So. This could be a new way for people to just go to Twitter, you know, every day, once a week and record their thoughts and post it. And, and it's going to render like an like a podcast. It's going to be an audio, going to be a piece of audio content that people can listen to right on Twitter. And I thought, hey, you know what? That could be essentially a practical use for voice tweets in, in my mind. So. In other words, a lot of people don't have the time. They don't have the money. They don't want to have to pay, pay a service to, to do these audio podcasts. Why not just record my thoughts on something? You know, if something's bothering you, boom. Oh, man, I can't believe all these people pivoting to PPP. I'm going to just post my thoughts on that. Right, you know, right. Record an, like an audio, a piece of audio on your phone. You can take, you can, it could be five, ten takes. However many takes you get one right. Boom, you post it to Twitter. There you go. You have your podcast. So to me, I think there's a there's some value there in that. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a good idea. And also, too, I feel like, you know, if you're looking to use it um, for podcasting, like specifically, like it would be a great way to give a teaser. And then also, like, let's say you recorded maybe X amount of minutes of content, right? You could break it down, you know, and share it on Twitter and then kind of dive into those chapters, just kind of how YouTube is doing with like videos, like they're making it more easy to find what you need in the content. So I think that would be cool. Um, also, I think as well, like for for customer loyalty, like if you wanted to send a tweet, like a voice tweet, or you wanted to thank somebody, you know, that would be a cool way to tag, you know, a customer, a company, like a, a partnership, you know, and add like a little bit more of a personal touch than using, you know, a certain amount of characters. No, I agree. I think you, you nailed it there. There's also a, a nice personalization touch you can you can have with a customer. You can just post a, a voice tweet thanking a customer. Um, you know, everybody sees it, you know, your customer right. will see it, you'll tag your customer. Um, but that's also a way, you know, to, for self-promotion, you could, you could promote, you know, yourself, uh, you, right. can see, you, you know, your, if your customer gets in there and, you know, also engages, you know, that's good for your business as well. So yes, I, I do like that aspect. Um, 
but also there's a, there's some drawbacks to this. You and I, you know, I think we were talking about this the other day. But um, one I see it is captioning. Like yes. I have not read anything about captioning. Now I know, first of all, audio is is most networks hide the. You have to opt in to hear sound, right? So mm-hmm. will will Twitter have this, you know, autoplay, you know, with sound on? I doubt it. So you're probably mm-hmm. gonna have you're probably gonna have to press a button, you know, to, to take off the mute to listen to this. And most people on social media listen to videos with the captioning on. They they prefer to read it because a lot of people are at work. I have not read anything about captioning. I'm assuming that there's going to have to be some sort of captioning here, right? Um, now, Facebook will actually add captioning to videos, even if you don't provide the captioning. So how like what's what is the engine that's going to be driving this this captioning a lot of times i've seen disasters i've seen the captioning of words that aren't you know are incorrect yeah. um, <laughs> and it just becomes a, a a massive headache so i don't know if twitter is looking into captioning i would think that would be a necessary thing but then if it's up to me and you to add the captions manually no one's going to use this service nobody's right. going to use this I think you make a really good point. And when I was doing my research, when um, I heard this was going to come out or they were beta testing it, my first thought was accessibility. And that, um, you know, was some of the things that people were bringing to my attention on Twitter as they were talking about how this would impact like visually impaired or deaf Mm -hmm. users. And I feel like for me as a, you know, a consumer, I think like it's an important Uh, Mark, for you to think about all your users, you know, I think sometimes people create something, they think it's a really great idea, or they're like, oh, it's on trend, let's just add it, and they don't think about the impact. So I know that there's been a lot of kind of like backlash about that, because that hasn't really been considered, um, you know, in this first initial kind of uh, test for this. And then I think also as well, like, from what I had read, they don't apparently have a full accessibility team, which I think is kind of incredible. Like, wouldn't you expect for a company that is so large and that has been around for a significant amount of time to, like, at least have a dedicated group to consider that for their users? So apparently from what I've read, um, they have people who volunteer to test for things like that, but it wasn't in this kind of initial first mm-hmm. test for this feature, which I think is kind of like a big mistake, you know? It was an afterthought, yeah. I yeah. Think- I think you're right. I think, you know, during the beta test, they started finding out, hey, you know, we forgot to do this. Um, Well, that, you know, that this is turns out to be a pretty big this, you know, like not only for, you know, um, the impaired, but also for, you know, what I was saying about earlier, like captioning. Captioning is something that, you know, all videos should have, you know, Um, and, you know, that that kind of is a good segue to my next you know, issue with this is regulation. How are you going to regulate if somebody posts something that's threatening? You know, like, yeah. hey, uh, you know, and you go to Twitter and, you know, depends on what corner of Twitter you're in, but it could be a cesspool of trolls and <laughs> just all kinds of, it is. I mean, look, I try to, I, I try to my best to filter out all the garbage, but, you know, I see it every day and people threatening each other and it's just, it, 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 it's a contentious time. Let's just say that. That's um, yeah. So what, how are they going to regulate um, a voice tweet that, you know, has um, threatening language, um, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, swear words? How, how is that going to be regulated? 
Um, to me, that sounds like a huge, huge endeavor, like to, you know, be able to figure out what people are saying. You have all different kinds of languages. You have all different kinds of accents. How are they going to know when, when a voice tweet is one that they shouldn't post? So right. that to me seems like, you know, a regulation headache. Um, and I haven't read anything about that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's to me, I think this is it's a it's a great idea in theory. I mm. just I'll be shocked if this ever happens. Um, but bottom line, I think, you know, uh, I think this is a, a great idea for from that podcast perspective. It's free. Um, you know, it's it's something that is perfect for the network because the network uh, Twitter is all about brevity. You know, right. uh, you know, it's micro blogging. This is kind of like micro podcasting. If you want to just get up there, you know, once or twice a week, you know, and post your thoughts, I mean, that's perfect. And, and you know, you have this this new media um, that you're going to be able to, you know, talk to your audience with. Yeah, I mean, my thing is, I think if they iron out those issues that we both kind of discussed, you know, this will be another cool feature to utilize. And there'll definitely be creative ways like stuff that even we haven't thought of for how it'll be implemented by brands or by people. But I think, you know, it's a good thing. It's still kind of in a beta testing stage because there's a lot of questions like there's more questions than answers if this is really going to be useful overall, you know, mm -hmm. so. Yeah, I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked if this actually happens. That, <laughs> that's my, my final thought for that. Um, all right. So our next one is Twitter replies. Um, you want to talk a little bit about Twitter replies? Yeah. So they're currently beta testing. I read an article that they released on their FAQ page um, at the end of May. So apparently they're beta testing um, a feature in replies where you can restrict who replies to you, whether it's everyone people who follow your account or people you mention. So I was like, oh, this is a really cool thought. But then I was like, I wonder what this is going to do to the virality of Twitter. Because don't you feel like that's a big like draw in for the audience? Like, you know, someone being able to post a tweet and then everybody can kind of, you know, share their thoughts, you know, share to their, um, you know, audience and have other people chime in. Like, that's how I feel like conversations get started. It's like this snowball effect. So. I was like, is that going to affect engagement? Like, I wonder if they're thinking about that or how they'll measure that going forward if this actually comes to fruition. Like, what do you think? Um, Melissa, I, I don't think this is right for our industry. I think this is a feature that is created um, to kind of help trim those larger national conversations that are inundated with, like I said, trolls, um, people who are, you know, don't play well in the sandbox. I mean, there's, yeah. there's, there's so many conversations out there that get hijacked, um, you know, because of the interest. There's just right. so much interest, you know, like I follow sports teams and you know, I follow personalities, you know, like influencers, um, you know, and I'll try to follow conversation and inevitably it goes in directions where you're just like, come on, like, you know, like, <laughs> stop hijacking this, this thread. Um, it, this isn't right for our industry. Like um, our industry is, you know, it's a small, it, it's a huge industry in terms of, you know, revenue, but in terms of the people, you know, in the grand scheme of things, we're, it's a small industry, um, right. you know, and I have 12,000 followers on Twitter. Um, I'm probably the most that I know in the industry. And that's not a lot. Like, you know, conversations 
do not suffer in our industry from too much engagement. They, right, they just don't. Right. They, they don't suffer from too much, uh, too many likes, too many retweets. If anything, we want more. We, right, we don't want right. less. Um, you know, and I, and I was thinking about how this is practical from our industry's perspective. And I, again, like with voice tweets, I was struggling, you know, because I want to come up with one, with at least one solid way that this can be practical for our industry. And I did come up with one. If you want to conduct an interview with somebody, a live, a live tweeting interview with somebody, I think this is the perfect uh, way to go about it. You can do, you could do live tweet interviews. Say you just, so I want to interview somebody, um, you know, in our industry, talk about whatever topic, you know, I tag them and they're the only one that's allowed to respond. So they'll respond and other people can still, they'll see the conversation. You can still see conversations like them. Um, you can retweet them. You can't, can't reply. So, you know, I'll get a, re- a response, you know, I'll follow that with a, res- you know, another question. So I can almost see this having a practical application in, you know, a live platform interview. Um, but other than that, I can't really see a, a, any use for this. So first response, why don't you work at Twitter? Because I feel like you're coming up with all the fire ideas for using their platform. <laughs> I'm, I'm just responding to them. I'm not really coming up with them. Because <laughs> I think that's actually a really cool idea. And also too, like, you know, to spin on that, like, wouldn't it be cool, like, if you got, like, kind of an opportunity to interview somebody, like, you could have a really kind of cool, though brief conversation once-one with somebody of importance on that platform, and then people can share it out, and, you know, so on and so forth. The other thing that I think of for, like, promo specifically is I think about customer service. Like, I think we lean as an industry towards Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram, Twitter, I think we're still trying to kind of find our footing, like some companies for promo. But like, if you're that one company that maybe, you know, your audience for what you sell uh, vibes with Twitter, you're using it for customer service. Just like you said, this feature would definitely help when it comes to internet trolls, like the people who, you know, want to pop into a conversation and just spread negativity. So I think like, if you're addressing something, somebody replies, you know, you can kind of curate that conversation. So it's more, you know, kind of confined to just the person you're trying to help versus like, or, you know, what you're trying to address versus everybody kind of piling in. But I also feel like, you know, again, the flip side, like the pro and con of this um, platform is, you know, sometimes, you know, when there's people who come and I know, like people want to keep their social image positive, right? Like they don't want to hear negative feedback. They don't want to go into like crisis management. They don't want to go into crisis communications. Like they want, you know, their presence to be represented positively. Sometimes you need that negative feedback because, you know, you've made a misstep. Like sometimes it's beneficial. Like, you know, there was, uh, you know, a post recently by somebody that I follow, uh, a company on a social media account, and they asked a direct question of their audience. And it was very simple. You know, they were asking about feedback. And, you know, I love this brand. And a lot of things that people were bringing to attention in those comments were things I wasn't aware of. And things from, you know, their responses, they were like, oh, my gosh, you know, we kind of didn't have an idea. So it's like, 
one of those things where you can kind of get that feedback and yes, it might be cringeworthy, but sometimes like you need to hear it, you know what I mean? So it's like, I think you're kind of preventing having that. And I feel like, especially with so much activism online and people giving their thoughts about what's going on, like us kind of condensing like conversations and restricting them can kind of prevent that. So I'm not really for that, for this app, because I feel like Twitter is more powerful than just me, you know, providing customer service or giving like a live video. It can really be used to make change. So I feel like, you know, this feature, if it comes full blown, you know, that might impact that. So I hope they're looking at it holistically, you know, and I hope they hire you to make sure that they do. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, I'm not looking to go anywhere. If anyone's curious um no i mean that i think customer service is a, is definitely a, that to me i can i don't get 100 percent only because i feel like conversations you know if they're in a public sphere are usually initiated initiated by the customer um i don't you know i don't envision cust or customer service of any uh brand and in, initiating a conversation and only keeping in a certain amount of people, if you, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, saying. Like from customer support, if, if there's an issue right. that you're aware of, I can see them using this feature and only allowing you know, like their followers, which I'm thinking their followers are are, are customers um, to respond. Um, then I think, you know, any type of conversation should always be taken offline, you know, when appropriate. Um, right. But I do think, as this evolves, if it actually happens, you know, the customer service part of it can actually help. Um, you know, I just can't envision it in a practical sense right now. Um, but other than that, I think, um, you know, I think this, I think Twitter replies is just not right for our industry. Um, yeah. It's just, to me, it does, I think, like we talked about earlier, we need virality. We need to expand, we need to, our conversations to, to, go even further. I don't know how much further they can go or how things can get viral. You know, there's hashtagging and, you know, ways to get your conversations in front of more eyes. Um, but if anything, I think this is a feature that is is good for different conversations, conversations that are national in interest, hot, hot button topics. Um, and we have some of those in our industry. It's right, just that right. people are not on Twitter debating them hotly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I totally 100% agree. I mean, it'll be interesting if they make this live, you know, how it'll play into conversations. But, you know, I don't think in how it's initially been presented that it's going to be beneficial overall, just personally, you know? Yeah. So to kind of surmise here, I think um, voice tweets, you know, I think for me personally, I think um, this has got one practical use and that's for, for potentially doing podcasting on the network um and you know for that i think it's a it's it's worthy but i do think that there's going to be a lot of headaches with the implementation of this feature um and for for twitter replies you know i just don't see the practical use other than maybe doing one-on-one -on -one or you know one-on-two uh interviews um mm -hmm. in a live setting so what do you think about these two to, to surmise 
So I like your take on both of them. I think voice tweets, again, will be something that you can use, you know, with friends, like having conversation, just adding a little bit more energy. Um, and then I feel like, you know, for certain things, like you said, if you're specifically addressing a customer service issue, you know, making sure that conversation is kind of refined with the people who follow you because they follow you as a customer. So I think it might be a way to maybe, you know, stem, like I said before, that negativity. But overall, the second one, I'm really not feeling, you know, unless they add something else to that feature in their beta testing that they think makes it more worthwhile, like it'll remain to be seen. But I'm more leaning towards voice tweets as being the better option, you know, if they lean into anything in the future. I agree. I think um, voice tweets, if I had to choose one, that would be the one I'd, you know, look to, to actually, you know, work in immediately, you know, just to kind of test it out. Um, you know, because I do think that you know, a, a new feature will be pushed. So if you're using the feature, uh, Twitter's going to give it, you know, prime real estate is going to give it more exposure. Uh, so I do think that once this is available, boom, you know, jump on it and see what kind of engagement you get. I suspect you're going to get more engagement than you normally do with your with your tweets. Um, so anyway, that's it from us. It was great talking with you today, Melissa, um, you know, and I look forward to future conversations with you. Yeah, thanks for having me, Ben, as always. It was great. Awesome. We'll see you next time on The Social Angle.